0: We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America-wide?
1: Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A
0: on Oilers Radio, 630 chat. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer at Rogers Place, the Evans Oilers and the Boston Bruins. Second uh, meeting in a span of a week. The Oilers uh, losing last Thursday in Boston 4-1 after flying over from Sweden. Uh, Edmonton then uh, went to New York. uh, Eked out a 2-1 victory over the Rangers. Came back into Edmonton for a day. Flew into Winnipeg on Monday. Played the Jets Tuesday. Rallied from a 4-1 deficit. 5-4 victory. Boston, 4-2 on the season. Led by uh, the line of Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand, and David Pasternak. All who've got great numbers historically against the Oilers. Uh, Pasternak, four goals and five points in six games. Uh, Bergeron, four goals, 14 points in 18 games. Marchand, six goals, 11 points in 13 games against Edmonton. Krejci with Nordstrom and DeBrusque. Uh, Bacchus with Donato and Bjork. Now, these are what they went with last night. Uh, Corrali with uh, Wagner and Nolar uh, And then they had Zinino Char with Charlie McAvoy. Matt Greslick, who can real, really skate. Uh, with Kevin Miller and then John Moore with Brandon Carlo. We expect Yaroslav Halak to start a goal. That's uh, the Bruins lineup for the Oilers. But David with Nugent, Hopkins, and Ratty. Dry settle with Reader and Paulyarvi. Strom, Lucic, and Yamamoto. Kajula uh, doesn't look like he's going to play. was out late, 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 late uh, for the uh, morning skate today. Uh, so uh, Cassian likely to draw back in with Keira and then uh, Broadchick at center, and then Clefbaum with Larson, Nurse with Russell. Bouchard's going to play. And, again, Garrison was out late, uh, so Benning and Bouchard uh, paired together. Uh, don't know how much they'll actually play together, and then Cam Talbot to start a goal. All right, uh, let's get to some texts on our Westlock 4 text line at 630, 630. Oh, by the way, then we're going to get to a little bit of a conversation because of a text that's come in. Uh, out of Grand Prairie, Alberta, this text says, Bob, really liked Bouchard on our team, but also a fan of Bear. I don't see why we wouldn't try Bear with Nurse and Russell with Bouchard Worth a try, my humble opinion. Benning is a number seven. Switching in with Bouchard every second game makes most sense. Need to remember, whenever you get that high-end puck mover, they almost always lock a bit of D, but uh, that's the way it's going anyway. Puck mover, or cleft bomb, Bear, Bouchard, defenders, Larson, Nurse, and Russell. This is the future that comes to us from Grand Prairie. Another text coming in saying, Bob, I love that uh, Todd is playing dry sidle with Reeder and Paul Yarvey. Leon plays at the speed of his line mates. This is an excellent move. That comes to us from Brad. And out of Whitecourt. Second text out of Whitecourt today. Different texture. Enough with Toronto, because we just had Brian Burke on and I asked him about Austin Matthews. We all know, come the playoffs, the Leafs will get smashed, and Brian Burke is very wrong. Austin Matthews cannot and will not ever touch McDavid's skill level. They aren't even on the same platform. Hmm. Not even on the same platform? Really? Text us at 630-630. What do you think? Tweet us at Oilers now and call us on our River Cree Resort and Casino hotline. 7804960063 Austin Matthews has had a terrific start to the season. Has he arrived at that level of Connor McDavid and Sidney Crosby? Or is it all too premature? Some might say it's premature to suggest that Connor McDavid is at Sidney Crosby's level because Sidney Crosby has won three Stanley Cups in his career. You can jump in right here, right now, 780-496-0063, and you can text us at 630-630. Tell me what you think. Royal Pizza. Pizza passed and so much more. Edmonton-owned and operated for 49 years. For menu locations, visit royalpizza.ca and download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store, the Stoffer recommendation the Mediterranean chicken at Royal Pizza. 49 years Edmonton owned and operated the original Royal Pizza in Old Strathcona. K-Jam on line number one wants to jump aboard. K-Jam, long time, no talk. How are you doing? Not too bad, man. I saw it on
1: Twitter that you guys were having this conversation and decided I would uh, pop on in. There you go. I think, uh, you know, putting, like comparing Crosby and McDavid's careers is a little unfair at this point, but to, to compare who's who has the most domination over the game when they're on the ice who has the most control over the game who has the biggest influence in being able to determine the outcome of a game while they're on the ice i think that that's fair to compare a lot of different players including austin matthews i think austin matthews and ever since he joined the league i'm not just talking about that first four goal game because i mean that anything can happen there but i mean watching him play um, as much as uh, Ovechkin deserves to be in the conversation with Crosby, uh, I think that Matthews deserves to be in the conversation with, with that group of players early on, too. Now, a guy, can, a guy can look that good early and maybe fall off. I mean, somebody could say the same thing about McDavid if they really wanted, but I, I think the guy is, is legit. I think the guy is a real deal. Um, I'm, I maybe have a little bit of a bias like, against American players, if anything. Um, but uh, I He's mean, a hell Matthews of a player. He looks better than Patrick Kane, and that's that's a hell of a compliment to me. Because Patrick Kane has is, is been the best American player that I've I've seen in my lifetime for the most part. And so, you know, I think Austin Matthews is right there, and I think he deserves to be in the conversation. Do I think he's better? No, but do I think he's he's right there? Yeah, I think he's I think he's right there.
0: All right, K Jam, thanks for the call. Thanks for having me. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Curtis on line number two. Curtis, you are in orders now.
1: Hey, Bob, how's it going? Good. That's good. Just wanted to make a quick comment. Go ahead, yep. He's in uh, Connor McDavid. Yep. Uh, I think McDavid's got a little bit more of a leadership skill because when they came back against Winnipeg, you could just see it in his face and his eyes when he scored and the other guys would score. He was pumping up the rest of the team. And I just think that his actual leadership skills and his uh, unselfishness is... Puts him a little bit ahead of Austin Matthews, in my opinion.
0: Okay, well, I mean, the Leafs haven't had to come back. they <laughs> they got a good team. I mean, they've got a really deep team, that addition. I mean, they added a star player. They added John yeah. Tavares. He's a star player. To, I mean, that's a three-headed monster down the middle. They can do special things on the power play. Um, you know, in terms of McDavid, I will agree with you on this. Uh, was he excited? Yes. He was even more excited to see other guys score. You know yeah, what I mean? That's, like that's
1: what I like about it. He yeah. he seems to get the other guys going more. You know, like he's there. Come on, guys. Let's you know. And I I just I think that's one of his biggest qualities right there.
0: Excellent stuff. Thanks for the call, Curtis. Okay, thanks, Bob. Yep, let's go to Jason on line number three. Jason, you're in Oilers now.
3: Yeah. Hey, Bob. I'd like to just say uh, if you just do the eye test, like I play a lot of hockey. I you watch a lot of hockey. You just see them dominate. David is in a world of his own he's like Gretzky of his era he is head and shoulders above anybody no one can even compare I'll even say he's the best player to ever strap on skates hands down
0: uh, well you don't think so uh, I you know what I think if you based it on it, it, the other thing you got to do and I, I should I should get somebody to do because uh, I know Crosby compares quite favorably if you do error adjusted scoring and so does Mario Lemieux. You know, Mario Lemieux is a pretty— I don't think we've ever seen a combination of speed and skill. He
3: He takes your breath away. You watch the little things he does. It's not just him flying down the ice. It's the million little things he does. He makes the perfect play every time. His hockey IQ is off the charts. He is the best player to ever play hockey, no question about it. Mark
0: Spector agrees. It's it's Well, if Mark Spector agrees, it's got to be right. <laughs> there you go. Know, all the hockey analysts agree, McDavid is the best. All right, awesome stuff. 7804960063 is Austin Matthews in the conversation with Connor McDavid and Sydney Sidney Crosby. I got to tell you, I think Austin Matthews is pretty good. They don't say about Sidney as he does the little things that help. There's no question like he Here's, a, here's something I'm just going to throw out at you right now. Joe McDavid's at the faceoff circle to start the year. 53.5%. This was a guy that ranged between 39 to 44%. He's up to 53.5%. Now, it's going to be a tough matchup night uh, for him tonight. Could get a lot of Patrice Bergeron, who was uh, almost at 60% this year. But uh, anyhow, good stuff. Let's go to Harry on line number four. Harry, you're on orders now. How you doing?
1: Well, I'm not too bad, uh, honestly. I'll tell you what, this is a trying year, and I'll be quick. I'll make it in 20 seconds or less. This is a trying year for the Oilers. They don't make the playoffs. It doesn't matter what McDavid does. It, the fans will still want to be in the playoffs. And Sid, the kid is still decent, good, and has won a, a few Stanley Cups. Of, and it takes time. So that's what i have to say. Is that uh, okay,
0: we'll Harry... That's it. All right. Well, Thank you. Uh, hey, yes, the fans want the Oilers to make the playoffs. No question about that. That is an expectation. Comes with the territory. You have that player. You have Connor McDavid, you know. And that worked against Connor McDavid last year, winning the MVP. I mean, the players voted for the best player. The best player. <laughs> uh, we're going to go to Dean on line five. Uh, I think... Dean might... Uh, did I miss Jason? I'm not sure. Let's go to Dean on line five. Dean, how are you?
3: Good. How are you, Bob?
0: Good. Yeah, I, I,
3: on McDavid and Matthews, I, am I right by saying Matthews was playing on the second line and Tavares is on the first line? Am I right
0: about that? No, I think they got line one and 1A in Toronto, to be honest with you. They got really good wingers there, and they got one guy that's a holdout. I mean, this is... Uh, they're just a deeper team at this stage than the Oilers. Of course. And people can make any critical analysis they want as to why the Oilers maybe don't have the same depth that maybe they could have had. But the fact right. of the matter is, you know, if, if Settle can start cooking here with Paul, Yar- Paul Yarby, it might be a little bit different team for Everton as well. Uh, but anyways, in terms of Ma- – is Matthews there? Is he right there in the conversation? Or is it – you know, because the, the going into this season, it was, you know, McDavid and Crosby were the two guys. And when you talk to the players around the league, and I have that, that privilege, the majority of the players look at McDavid almost with reverence in terms of his gifts and the, the explosiveness and that ability to skate. But there's also recognition of what Crosby does as well. And Matthews is going to be a – he is an absolute – like I think maybe we only have – you know, I used to say it was Ovechkin and Crosby were the only two superstars in the game, and then we have a bunch of stars. We might be up to four or five superstars here, if you factor. I mean, McDavid obviously now is a superstar in this league. He's won the scoring race the last two years. So I yeah. want to know what you think. What do you think?
3: Well, personally, I think that if you get put McDavid on Toronto's team, uh, he would be lights out the best player in the league by far. By far. I, I figure McDavid is, is is not way better, but he is better than Matthews. And, and there's no doubt about it that McDavid's been carrying the Oilers for the past four games. No doubt in my mind. And he willed them to win with the Winnipeg. Nobody else did. He did. So, like, I don't, personally, I don't think Matthews can do that. I think Matthews has Marner on his line. Marner's a setup guy. He's been setting them up great. And Marner's a great player also. I think that he, on that line, the, the, that duel is fantastic but if you're talking about player against player Matthew, or our uh, McDavid wins
0: hands down. All right. Thank you for the thanks for the call. Okay, Bobby. This text comes in from Tyler. He says, "Bob, there's a buzz about today's uh, in the city today for the home opener. That win on Tuesday did wonders for the mood regarding this team. Early season and small samples are funny things." It's 148 at Edmonton when we come back in orders now. We'll uh, hear a quick conversation with the aforementioned Connor McDavid, and get to this day in Oilers history. This is Oilers Now, live from Rogers Place on a game night, Boston in town. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers
1: Radio, 630 Jed.
0: 152 in Edmonton, we're at Rogers Place. The Oilers season opener tonight is going to be a kicker. You're going to want to get here early. We'll have the uh, face-off show 530 from... Studio 99. Reed Wilkins, Jack Michaels, Rob Brown, and myself. Let's get to our conversation with the Edmonton Oilers, Connor McDavid. What was it like to be a part? As could you feel the energy level of the group build as the game went on in the third period? And, I mean, it wasn't just your line; it was the other line's going pretty good too.
2: Yeah, it was definitely a team win. Um, you know, everyone everyone came out flying. You know, obviously it's big to get a goal early. Um, you know, we scored on the opening shift in the third, and, and that uh, that gives the you know the team some some life. And then, you know, we we draw a power play. Um, you know, kind of shortly thereafter, in the and find a way to score
0: I think you can kind of feel it uh, feel it come. That kind of resiliency you guys have that belief with your group you know because that there, there was, there was a fragile time you know given the end of the road trip and that sort of thing. Yeah definitely um, you know I said it yesterday that easily could
2: have gone the other way where you know, we lose 6-7-1, and uh, you know, we're talking about a whole different thing here. Um, you know, we found a way to come back in a, in a game where we needed to win. And, um,
0: you know, nice to be back home and, uh, and you know, split the road trip. In spite of the fact that uh, Harry just busted me, can you maybe speak to those unheralded guys behind us? We are just on the road for 17 out of 18 days. Those guys do a lot of work. The equipment guys, the trainers, team services. Yeah. You're the capitalist group. I mean, the focus is on you and the players, but just a thought on all those support. Yeah, honestly, I don't even know how they do it. Um, you know, they, they put
2: in a lot of hours. Um, you know, we covered a lot of miles and 16 days, 17 days, and, um, you know, it was an unbelievable job that they did. You know, everyone, um, the equipment staff, the medical staff, the team services, uh, we'll leave JJ out of it, but... Um, <laughs> No, he, he does a good job, too, but, you uh, know, the behind-the-scenes stuff is, uh, has been great. And a quick thought on facing the Bruins for the second time in a week tonight. Just the challenge. It's a, a real good hockey team. Really good team. Really, really good team that uh, is off to a good start. And uh, we got to find a way to get a win on, on home ice, and that's something that I think that uh, we can definitely do better at. Um, I don't think our home record was good enough last year, and uh, we got to make this place a tough place to play.
0: That is Connor McDavid. Your captain of the Edmonton Orders. This is Orders Now to this day in Orders History, brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. Book your winter group vacation package with New West Travel and receive free parking at the Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Go online at newesttravel.com for all your vacation dreams. Brendan Escott, what happened on this day in 2005? The Oilers retire Paul Coffey's number seven prior to a game against the Phoenix Coyotes. The Coyotes won the game 4-3 in overtime. Derek Morris getting the game-winning goal. Coffey's still only behind Ray Bork in career goals, assists, and points by a defenseman. And uh, Bork played probably off the top of my head at least 300 more games. Uh, Do you know who was coaching the Phoenix Coyotes that night? In 2005. Was it Wainer at that yeah, point? It was Wayne I'm wondering if that was his first coaching win. Would have been early in the season. Uh, that is This Day in order's History brought to you by New West Travel. Here's the deal. Tonight, from Studio 99, we will have the City Ford Face-Off show. Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, Jack Michaels, and myself. A couple special guests. It's going to be a kicker. Drop 7 o'clock, Oilers in Boston. Make sure you make way to, your way down to the building early. Uh, coming up on tomorrow's edition of Oilers Now, we will have Elliot Friedman and a complete recap of uh, tonight's game and a preview of the game coming up Saturday against the Nashville Predators. We are off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30. Chad, afternoon news with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross back at you at 5.30.